Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Thank you, Alliance. Ah, it is the eve of Alliance's big show over there at the Yucca Tap Room, if you're interested. So head on over to that and enjoy the glory that is Alliance as we go uh, two weeks, two weeks. Crazy. Till Cladio uh, starts. Yeah, today's two weeks. Was it two weeks from tonight? It's Thanksgiving. And next week and the week after, right? We're only two weeks yeah. away. Holy smokes. Jesus. Enjoy it because it's uh, fast. Uh, this is a great email. A really good one. Uh, another person that David says, yeah, John, uh, there's no no question that guaranteeing getting the right ashes back, you have to stick a special coin or object in your loved one's ass. I don't know how I get access to that loved one. I really don't. Sorry, I'll, Dad. I'll be honest with you. I'm just going to take your word for it. If you tell me these are the ashes of my late father, okay. I don't really need the real ashes, I don't think. As long as you're not abusing the corpse, I'll take a scoop of whatever you give me. It's like when you go into the ice cream shop and you ask for vanilla and they give you that scratchy Atoli stuff. It's pretty much vanilla. It's close enough. I'm getting the same. I'm not going to complain about that. I asked for ashes. You gave me ashes. What more do I need? If I got a DNA test that I shouldn't have hired you in the first place. What? Wait, wait till you get a load of this one, Brady. This is good stuff. And it is kind of an interesting thought. A uh, guy says, hey, Holmberg, I have a chance to fire a person I've hated since junior high. She doesn't remember me at all, but she was horrible. I was sort of a nerd. She was a hot cheerleader, smoke show. I just got promoted at work. Uh, we've never even met at work, and she was assigned to my team. Now, I know Brady's answer with me won't be built out of furious anger, but my boss said, you can eliminate as you see fit. I need you to trim the team. She's very good at her job, but I feel like it would benefit me emotionally from getting a win 25 years later from a girl who absolutely destroyed not only me, but about seven of my friends uh, two decades back. She was the meanest bitch in school ever. By the way, not hot anymore. Recently divorced. She's miserable right now, going through an awful lot, and she's added on about 30 pounds since high school. Do I spit fire at her today? Darren. (laughs) 
kicker when she's down? Yes. You're, this isn't what would Brady do, so you can take care of this <laughs> on right. Monday. Absolutely. Take her down. Karma's a bitch. Think about how great you'll feel sending her on her way post-divorce, little extra weight on her bones. She peaked in what sounds like junior high, treated people like garbage years ago, and now that old phrase that people hate, that chickens come home to roost. Good night, nurse. Now, look at how he's turned out. Uh, stop. Stop it. He turned out this way because he's a leader, and he takes, he makes decisions, and he gets rid of dead weight. And she's got a lot of extra dead weight, it sounds like. Here's what you have to worry about, though. Before you make this firing, slowly comb through your past and think of the one person that might rear his head or her head later in your life. Yeah. Do you have any of those going on? If not, absolutely can this woman with great fury and anger. And also, let her know, I remember you from school. Give her a little spark of memory. You remember me? Oh, my God. I forgot. Hi, Trevor. It's great to see you. Yeah, it is great to see me. Unfortunately, my name's Darren, and you're still a horrible person. <laughs> uh, like Key Custer said, didn't the boss say trim the fat? If she's gained 30 pounds, you're just doing what he said. Yes. <laughs> Pack up your QB and get the yeah. out. The revenge firing 25 years later. Is sort of beautiful justice. We all celebrate that in movies when the nerd gets their win, no matter when it is. And vengeance is it? What is it? Revenge is a dish best served cold. Yeah, that means time has to pass for the dinner to get cold for you to. This is nice. I don't know what she did to you back in junior high that still hangs over your head, but if you're still carrying it around, it couldn't have been good. Yeah. Now I think the fact that Brady bringing, bringing it up. And letting her know, man, we went to junior high. I don't know if you remember, but yeah. and let her things, look at you and go. Made things miserable. I wouldn't say her. that. I would. That makes um, you look sad. But and she's a performer. Here's one thing you got to look at on the job side of it. If she's one of your top performers or a good performer, then that now you're in charge of this team. You let one of your best players out. If that's the case, you're jeopardizing your opportunity there. Maybe, maybe. Um, so think about that. But if you're any good at what you but do, I think the you can pick road, up the slack. That you're above that? But you're not. Nobody is. You can be. Sure, but he's not. But he's not. You can be. He's still hanging on to I understand, a little bit. Yeah, 25 years of, like, I I hate you. I just don't think um, there's a part of it that I think there's more of a reward mentally by being above that. Sure, maybe. Also, a wild reward immediately for being beneath it. There's rewards on both sides. There's a nice feeling at the end going, got her. And if you're good enough at your job, you'll pick up her dead weight, which she carries. The second you let her go, you're like, I know, I've gotten rid of a decent performer, but I'll... And by the way, everybody at every job ever is replaceable. Sure. That's silly to think they're not. She might be a you're good right. performer. And you'll have those promotions can come and go just as fast. Sure, sure. But you you're can, replaceable, you too. Can, you can speed that up really quick by making some bad decisions right off the bat. It's not a bad decision. These are life opportunities that are rare. And you're doing it for hundreds of thousands of people who feel the same as you. Maybe you get to know her a little bit. Now, oh, I like what Brady's saying now. Right before you fire her, try to f*** at the Applebee's once. Yes. Two get for, her over and take her to lunch. Two do for a thing. 20. You try to f*** her once. Get it out maybe of your you system. Hit it off. You bang fatty one time. And maybe fire her while you're f***ing her. 
And then lose your job and start all over, but it's worth it. That's worth it. <laughs> Darren, you got to do this. Nah, she's a pig now. Screw that. That's true. You don't like nah, to bang pigs. That. You're above Maybe that now. Take the pig to less? the edge. Make the pig want you. And then fire her and go, I'd never bang you. You're fat. Remember me from junior high? Ah, you're out. <laughs> and then grow little horns. <laughs> Leave the Applebee's. I was wondering why he took me to Golden Corral. Right. Yeah, well, it's a buffet. Well, because I looked East. at you and I assumed. <laughs> That's a great t-shirt right there. It's a buffet, beast. <laughs> what are you whining about? It's a buffet, beast. Golden Corral. Like, you don't know. <laughs> Darren's success is also great revenge. And uh, you are her boss. There is an uh, an aspect of this to sit her down and say, do you remember me? I would never let her know that it still hurts. But I'd be like, do you remember me? And see if she brings up, oh, my God, I was awful. Maybe you'll get a 25-year-old apology. Maybe not. And I'd judge it off of that. Sit her down in one of those really wide chairs in your office and say, I don't know if you remember me or not. We went to school together. Oh, my God, you're Darren. Yes, I am. Do you remember me? Do you remember school with me? A little. She's not going to pretend. She's going to pretend like she doesn't, and she's going to talk about how much she misses school. Wasn't that a great time? No, it wasn't. I'm sorry, Tiny D. I did not mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> and maybe she went after his wiener. Maybe she just mean-girled him into corners. You know, mean, mean Girls is a movie for a reason. They're, it's relatable. Like, there's a lot sure. of people had them. I didn't have many Mean Girls. Like, I kind of got along with the. They never liked me the way I wanted them to. I think because I put out such an extra effort to be in their crew. Like, I would have been mean with them. But, uh, you know, there were some bullies in the world, but they were usually yeah. a few years older than me. There's a, a crowd that you were, weren't going to be in. <laughs> This is a pretty good one. This is not beating around the bush at all. Ronnie says, take her to Ajo Al's, bang her on the hood of your car, spit in her mouth, and fire her. (laughs) Spit in her mouth. Ronnie. Uh, Yeah. It's not my wife, by the way. No, no, no. Different Ronnie. It's a dude Ronnie. It's a guy Ronnie. This one says, casually mention you remember her. She knows what she did. Act like it doesn't bother you. And use it for a while. Make her sweat. Also a, a good plan. You've got all the cards here. You are the it puppet is. master. Firing her may feel immediately great, and sometimes that's the proper action, just the swift chop of the head. But if you're carrying but, that, and I understand it was miserable at that time, but you keep carrying it around, and if you think that solves it, it's eh, not because you're going to repeat it again. You'll it end help. up... It doesn't solve anything. And I'm no, not sure. Like you're saying it, it like he's, I don't think it's as rewarding as a lot no, of people think. Sometimes it, it can be. But at the same time, you know, I definitely would bring it up that saying, do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if she I like that idea. And kind of let her know, I remember you. And don't tell her, her why. Shot. Don't tell her why. Just give her the, I remember you. You're on my team now. So uh, I got my eye on you. And just yeah. overlord her. Be kind of a... a, a you know, a boss that kind of clouds over her life. She's gone through a divorce. She's got extra weight. She's got a lot of pressure on her. She's not going through a good time. Last thing she wants is some guy up her ass at work. Be that guy. Make her life miserable for a little while. 
He's not. I don't think that it, you know. I don't I, think you. When, when you say carrying it around, it's like he's moping around every day trying. He just no, remembered her, and he's like, she brought back some stuff. And yeah. it's like, oh, there's some triggers with this one. I remember you. You didn't make life very easy on me. There was a kid named Kelly uh, in um, when I was in elementary school and early junior high who was about three or four years older than me, and he hung out with this beast named Robert. Robert was like 19. And Robert used to go just whack kids in sixth and seventh grade around. Uh, you know, on their bikes, he'd come jumping out of bushes and just knock you over. He just was a bully in the neighborhood. He yeah. was huge. Nothing you can do when you're in sixth, seventh grade. When you're playing some baseball at uh, Earhart Park over there in Tempe, and next thing you know, Robert comes up on a motorcycle and picks you up and shoves you in a trash can. Hilarious now. But Kelly was his toady. You know, it's why it's so relatable in a Christmas story where Scott Farkas shows up with that little toady who laughs the whole time. That was Kelly. And I can tell you that a few years after, those guys used to run roughshod over all of us. Mark, my buddy Mike, me. Jeff Cuomo, all these guys, we used to play ball down at the park, and we were kind of athletic, and they were just dickhead dirt heads, and they would, you know, kind of come by. Well, Kelly was Kelly was one we could beat the living tar out of if we wanted to, but he was protected by this gargantuan moron with a motorcycle. Kelly got crushed by a rock hiking on Four Peaks about nine years after all this happened, and a great feeling of joy amongst that group happened, spreading the information of his passing. There was happiness when we found out that not only was his death early, but stupid. He was pulling on a rock hiking, like, (laughs) and it broke. Yeah. And an entire boulder smushed him. Jesus. And we found out the details of it from Robert, who later died as well. And again, the phone so calls started saying, to circulate, though, and we were all pretty happy about it. You hear people say it all the time, and some people don't believe about karma. I don't necessarily believe okay, in but, karma, but, but I think stupidity also, eventually uh, stupidity eventually gets you. But the the point of believing, uh, saying, you know what, that person will eventually get theirs. Yeah, there's some on their behavior, yeah. and then I can always remember, you know, when two wrongs don't make a right. Is that proper behavior to? You know, you could say, screw that, I'm doing that anyway. But you're now yeah. turning around and making life miserable for her. Yeah. Is that the right thing to do? I don't think so. Probably the right not. thing to do would be... Fire her. Just get her, no. get her out of your life. I'm, I'm with Brady Take on this. The Just road. get rid of her now. Don't, you're, you're a better man. Brady's right. Don't taunt her. Don't tease her. Just fire her and make her miserable uh, out of your sight. She'll go find another job. She's fine. You just tell her. I, I, God, I couldn't i knew you from somewhere i thought yeah. you i went to high school with you but you look so much different yeah now. ah that's a good one right Just there i like the that backhanded do, compliments yeah. that's what brady's doing yeah great. i like what brett's doing yeah make make fun of her physical maladies yeah, yeah make her feel you, bad about herself you I were like so that. pretty back oh then. yeah weren't you wow. the really pretty girl in high school you've changed so much you're so mature now. i had a thing for you but <laughs> wow now can't believe i had a crush on no you. no threat there <laughs> there you go Don't are you and then bring it up are you married? Oh, recently divorced. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes <laughs> and sense. And act like everything makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Did you eat him? <laughs> Looks like you might eat Be a, careful. a person. You're the boss. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-K-U-P-D. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. <laughs> we'll take care of you. Because if tell you he's what, truly still evil. If anything goes wrong, we'll give you Brady's job because I don't like his angle here. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, you're my type of guy. Brady's too worried about this. This vengeance thing. You think Matt O'Comer back in your high school wouldn't get it? Like, if he has a chance to fire a few of those guys that nicknamed him O'Comer and it stuck for 30 years, wouldn't do it? He's friends with some of them. I know, but he's also pissed off at the last reunion when somebody goes, O'Comer! And he's like, my name is Matt O'Connor! He lost it immediately. So if he got the chance to be the boss to a few of these guys, you know, it's uh, back to the if future. She, if she fired up the same thing knowing you were that kid in high school, and she hasn't changed a beat on that. Like when she's yeah. like, "Oh, you're my new." Oh my leader. god, you're turd liquor. Yeah. Oh, she remembers. Done. Remember though, in Back to the Future, how rewarding it was as an audience member to see George telling Biff that he missed a spot washing the car. Yeah. Yeah, it's rewarding to go all those years later, and George McFly got and it. he was still he was still nice to biff payback he money. wasn't nice to biff he made biff do menial tasks extra around the shine house. he paid him it was and biff was grateful for the job it was passive aggressive dickery <laughs> to give biff little tasks because biff was hurting and he kept what george should have done is just dismiss biff from his life but what he did was you can wash my car for five bucks because he's an overlord now it's a good thing wield your power like kings used to. But he didn't know that at the time. We he, know. No, he knew. That, that's how life changed. When he knocked him out he for being a bully. bully. He knocked him out. No, he was the hero, Brady. George, get your goddamn hands off her clock. Cleaned and changed the course Stood of up to history. Biff. Stood up to the bully and then became his overlord or ruler. Queen Bee is it. And Biff's life never was the same. He needed George all the time. Just for a few bucks for food. That's a win. He did a good job a on the one. car. Except for he didn't. He had to do it again. again. Biff. He had to put the second coat on. He had to put another coat yeah. to do it. He lied to him to do a second coat. Yes, sir. Biff. I'm right on it, Mr. McFly. And he starts scrubbing again because he knows that there's a sandwich in it for him. And we as audience members are like, all right. I got a guy I want to do that to. We all could relate to it. Everybody. So I like this. I like this, Darren. I think Brady's right. You don't fire her. Then don't listen to Brady anymore. Turn to Brett. <laughs> start making fun of her fat and her yeah. divorce. Backhanded compliments. Passive aggressively. Start yes. telling her how you remember. Man, didn't you win like homecoming queen or weren't you winning? Yeah, I did. Holy cow. Holy cow. <laughs>
and then start bringing in salads and like churros and then putting churros on her desk and eating a salad next to her. I like to eat healthy. So I brought you these churros because I'm not going to eat them. Why do you think I would? All right. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Just leave snacks on her desk all the time. I just assumed you'd want that. That's a nice thing. And then when somebody says, he always leaves snacks at my desk. I'm like, what are you, are you, why in the world are you mad about that? Let's Hershey bars and churros. That sounds pretty nice. Sounds like a nice guy. What a great boss. You're complaining about this? I mean, where can a man get a win these days? I don't want you to leave churros at my desk anymore. I'm sorry. I won't give you any treats. What a bitch. Right, everybody? (laughs) You're right. Here's a payday. (laughs) Sorry I left you all those treats. I won't do that anymore. Just picture frames and stuff with just single women in them. Here, I I thought of you when I saw this. (laughs) Oh, great stuff. Keep having your wedding ring fall off. Oh, stupid wedding rings, don't you? I bet you don't miss this. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Just have single ladies playing yeah. over the intercom. Oh, on single, a lady. Loop. Hey, single lady. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, come to us. Brady, we, we got Brady, you. Go out there for a little bit. <laughs> come to us. We've got this. And Brady was right when he said, don't fire her. Take the high road. Brett's road. It's really high. That's awesome. <laughs> I like the idea of leaving little snacks on her desk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but again, fine tooth comb your history and try to remember if there's anybody you've done something awful Before to. Before you cast the first Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That is true. There's a very, uh, Billy Joel was right. That glass houses thing is real. You don't want to start doing that before you start getting it back. And then if you do think of somebody that you've wronged, uh, whether they come back in your life or not, start planning for what you're going to do if they come back. And they have, a, have a foolproof foundation for when they come back so you can continue harassing this chunky form have of Have them beauty take queen. her spot. That's right. Yeah. And then bring them in and just keep the cycle alive. Be like Buscemi and have the list on the wall and oh, stuff and just scratching them off. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't have that experience. But I know high school and junior high does a number on quite a few people. And it lives with them for years on end that it was the worst times of their lives. I remember being next to a kid. I can't remember uh, John or something. I can't remember his name. Was talking with somebody. We all kind of ran into each other. It was at a Suns game about three years ago. We all kind of ran into each other. I was like, my God. I haven't seen you in forever. How you been? He's like, I'm good. I'm good. And like, uh, it was a bit like, it has been since high school, right? And he goes, no, we saw each other once after. And he wasn't talking to me. He was talking to the guy that we were with. There were four of us. We all just kind of happened to be in the same exact spot. And John said something, and he goes, uh, and, and the one kid said, wasn't it great? And he goes, no. In fact, it wasn't great because of you. You made my life hell for about five years. And everybody kind of froze. And he goes, I'm not kidding. So I really literally had a terrible experience in high school because of you. Like, oh. And then he turned to me and he's like, it's good to see you. And I think my friend Brian was with us, said the same thing to Brian and this other guy standing there. I want you to say his name because he's listening. Walks away. And I'm like, what did you do? And he goes, I was kind of a dick in high school. Because I didn't really know the guy well in high school. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, we did a lot to that kid. Like, whoa. And, you know, here we are. This is 30 years later. And that dude told him. And I bet you it felt great. I bet you to finally say, you're, you're the root of a lot of my adult issues. You. And he got to say it to him. And I think there was some sort of power in that. My mom's uh, sister, uh, Sue, was a cheerleader at the high school. 
and there's this kid that was really nerdy, and he was like George McFly, and people, you know, just treated him like a nerd, and fast forward 20 years later, the guy's writing books. Dude's name's R.L. Stein. Oh. Goosebumps. Yeah. And he comes back to Ohio about 30, 40 years later to receive an award, and it's presented at the time by uh, Clinton. And she runs into him. Hillary or Bill? Bill. No kidding. And um, the good they're one. doing it. Uh, they're doing the presentation, and she said, "He says to her, they run into him, say hi, yeah, and because you were always so nice to me, even though you were in the popular crowd, yeah. and I was getting and you remember, I'd like you to come to this presentation night. She sits next to, she's one away from Clinton, and how about Harry, that? And she turns wow. this guy that is a huge donor to the place." Replaces him because uh, he was a classmate at Bexley High School at yeah. the time. So she sat there, and the guy remembered her from that. So those impressions that you do oh, all sure. the back then. Sure, you'll have people go, I always loved you. Mine yeah, is you always. Thank you for being so nice because yeah. you could have. And see, I never get that either. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I always get the hot girl telling me, I had a crush on you like you did. I always thought you were so funny. Like, why didn't we act on it? Because of the way you looked. Like, I couldn't be seen with me. They couldn't be seen with me, but they really liked me. Like I they, had Trevor over here. You were funny. I'm like, yeah, well, what happened? Well, I had such a crush on you, I just didn't act on it. I'm like, what, what happened? Why? I would have done anything for that. Oh, because of your face and body and build. Oh, right. The thing that kept me from living. I get it. <laughs> that was the, I, was, I would have been embarrassing to be with. But, God, they really liked me. I'll never forget that. That girl, Shara Sean, she was gorgeous. And she told me after high school, she goes, oh, my God, you grew up into a man. Like, yeah, I didn't think that was going to happen. Like, what was wrong with me? It's like, you're just always really little. I'm like, oh, you were always so funny. I'm like, well, I had a huge crush on you. And she goes, oh, you were so cute. I loved it. I'm like, well, we didn't, nothing. No, I would never, I wouldn't have been seen with you in public. That's weird, gross. I'm like, all right, that. But that was my self-awareness because I also knew that. And that carries with me today. There's no question that the feelings of that insecure weirdo in high school still lives with me every single day. That's, you know, part of my growth process as a teenage kid. I recognize, you know, I got to overcome quite a lot physically (laughs) to make this all right. And it's better than it used to be. If you can imagine, this is the better version. Dear sweet Jesus, how bad was it? But yeah, this guy, Darren. And it's the reverse for a lot of other people. Oh, yeah. Where they're, they're... Highlights the Uncle Rico's. Yeah. It was high school. They looked great then, and now they're pigs. Yeah, like this lady that Darren's got to fire. Yeah. This guy says, real simple, screw with her mentally. As the boss, have cheerleader days. (laughs) You can still squeeze into your cheerleading outfits. Everybody gets a day off if you come in for cheerleader day. Oh, jeez. Doesn't look like it used to, does it? Bring in your pictures of when you were in it's uh, oh that would be a good one. Uh we'll have a high school reunion right here with all of us. We'll just reunite with our high school selves. Everybody bring a picture of yourself from high school and we'll put them up on the board and we'll see if we can guess who it is. Great stuff. And then you bring your hot girl thing in there and nobody guesses. Hilarious. That's you? Cuz then the whole office will do it. You don't even have to say it. That's you in high school? And as nice as it may seem, you're surprised when the fat girl puts up cheerleading pictures of herself from high school and everybody goes, that was you? Wow. You were, somebody will say it. You were gorgeous. <laughs> That's a win. 
You were beautiful in high school. Yeah. And then they don't have to say anything else. The seed's in there, and that little tree is growing fast. I mean, not like you're not, and then somebody will make it worse. Not not like you're not still pretty. I'm not saying that. You know what I mean. I better get back. Enjoy your churros. I see why my grandfather married her. (laughs) It's awesome. Good luck to you, Darren. Somebody just sent me a picture of young Brady. (laughs) I got pictures of you when you were a kid. Says, can't tell me this a-hole wasn't a bully. You and your sweater and your popped collar with that leaning up against the... Look at the hair. Leaning up against a country club. I'm going to make your life a nightmare, bitch. (laughs) Brady was the nice kid in school. I'm sure of it. You probably have enemies, though. You probably have somebody that someday will come up to you and go, I hated you. Can't stand you. Yeah, I hated you. You drove me nuts. You were mean. You didn't even realize you were doing it. I keep waiting for that L.A. guy girl to come back. The one that I still, she was too poor to date. Oh, yeah. L.A. gear. L.A. guy, she called me. Because I had L.A. gear shoes on. And her and her whole family asked me out on a date. And I was like, ugh, no. Someday she's going to come back and. Say that that hurt her. She's going to be a CEO of some company. Oh, and just a and smoke probably show. like a beautiful woman. Yeah. Do you remember me? No. What if I called you L.A. guy? You're that poor bitch with the whole family in the van that came to ask me out? <laughs> you remember. I do. Let me tell you what you've been missing. Oh, my God. She might pop up someday. Is that an astro? I wasn't mean to her. I just told her to get out of here. Get out of here. What are you doing? Because I was afraid my friends would see me with that... Incredibly poor girl. So dirty, so poor. <laughs> in a parking lot. Her whole family sitting in the van asking me to go out with her. The whole, the mom and dad, brothers, all the hillbillies were in that thing. Putting balloons Man, on my car. if you made that turn, you'd have six kids now. I, no question. I'd have had yeah. them like, before, I, I'd been parking cars. I'd have been, <laughs> I'd have like six different jobs. I would have never made anything out of any of my life if I'd have dated that poor they were all there putting balloons on my Jeep. I ran out of Tony. I was like, what's going on? Ah, this him? I just remember the dad. Is this him? He is a strapping young fella. I'm like, get out of here. What are you guys doing? And the guys at the American Valet working with you. Like, dude, you should be a comedian. <laughs> you know, I've always thought about maybe doing that someday. But I've got 11 children with this poor bitch and her family. I live in a van. There's open mic at the... Yeah. <laughs> And I would have done it. It would have just been bitter, mean, poor people comedy. Which isn't so far off what I'm doing now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're funny, man. You do a lot of voices. Did you ever think about doing something with that? Hang on. I got to go get this Toyota. I'm going to run across the park. I would have been in great shape. Running all over a parking lot, parking cars, and then doing overnights at some sort of a paper factory or something. Just loading boxes. Strip club DJ. Yeah, it would have been, maybe that would have been my claim. All right, everybody. Well, I'm probably introducing my wife <laughs> and youngest. Oh, All right, it's a mother-daughter dance. They're only 11 years apart, everybody. This is a pretty <laughs> impressive crew. They were on the same high school team. Uh, cheerleaders in high school, they were amazing. Let's to welcome my wife. The appliance stage. Oops. Put Looks like someone's stuck in the dryer. <laughs> Put her up on the stage. <laughs> it's L.A. Gal. <laughs> <laughs> You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. Oh, it was a nightmare, but I was awful. And someday she'll come back with 
just gigantic cans and flowing beautiful hair and lips. You're going to look like Jessica Rabbit. Do you remember me? Nope. And the second she says L.A. guy, I'm just going to be like, whoops. <laughs> I called you L.A. guy because of your shoes. I'm like, yeah, because you were poor and you thought L.A. gear was like top of the line stuff. That's why I didn't like you. You were nuts. And your whole goddamn family showed up in that primered van to ask me out. It was weird. They show up to serenade you, mom, pa, on the, on the jug and playing the washboard and stuff. And <laughs> Our daughter has found herself a bow. <laughs> he wears expensive shoes, you know. They're not expensive. They're 35 bucks. L.A. gear. Carl Malone is the... I blew it. I bought bad shoes. She's courting. She's <laughs> courting her man right now by his Jeep. Go away, hillbillies. You want some venison? Uh, no. I bought some jerky. <laughs> I make it. That's how we make a living. That and selling her plasma. We need more tin. She'll pop up in my life someday. That's Darren, that's my version of that. Someday she'll probably we'll have, introduce our new CEO, and she's just going to look at me, and her whole job was to climb the ladder to get me back. First things first, we have to get rid of some incredibly expensive dead weight. The Holmberg show's been canceled. What? <laughs> Number one for years. Yeah, we can't afford it, and we're just going to let you go. Maybe you could move to L.A., guy. Oh, I know who she is. Oh, oh guys, I'm sorry. No. This, is, this is them roosters. They're, they're roosting again. You know, that's what's going to happen. Tripp's going to retire, and she's going to take over his job. Yeah, that's it. Man. Oh, I'm going to hear it. One of these days, I'll hear it. I said, there are a lot of people that will pay someday because they made fun of my head in school. That's for sure. Signed Toledo. Ah, Toledo's even emailing <laughs> from the other room. But, Our uh, old boss, Chuck, had the uh, avenging story in a way. He was one? interviewing for a job. Oh, one of the best ever. What happened? Well, he had a guy who, uh, he was working as a salesman in radio, right? And then lost his, lost his job. He was, I think Chuck was the, a GM. Well, he was the GM and lost his job, right? Lost and, then, job. and then went back to go do a sales do job. Something. Yep. And ran into a guy named Steve. I forgot his last name. And Steve was the new boss. And he sat back and he goes, uh, the business has passed you by, fella. He goes, why don't you go sell shoes or something? Yeah. What are you trying to do getting back in radio yeah. again? And so Chuck walks out of, slinks out of that office and then uh, ends up getting a job in KUPD and Becoming like the king of KUPD for a while and getting a good reputation in the city is kind of like a guy who's running a hell of a business. And the dude who told him to go sell shoes came to get him a, a job once. Reversed around. The reason why was not uh, apl- applicable for the radio, <laughs> right. but he was having sex with someone in an elevator at work. And Chuck had a very special way of telling got him about fired. this. Yeah, and got fired for it. So he comes to Chuck and says, yeah, I'm looking for a job. And he goes, why don't you just go sell some shoes? Get the f*** out of my office. Didn't know. <laughs> didn't know Chuck was there. Didn't, re- didn't know Chuck remembered. Wow. Yeah. Told me After I should go sell that chick on the elevator. Yeah, yeah. He's balling some broad on the elevator. He had a special word for the broad, though. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Lost his wife, his job, lost the whole shebang. Comes to me and says, I'd like a job. Why don't you go sell some shoes? Get the f*** out of my office. (laughs) And that guy's still walking out going, what the hell was that? (laughs) I didn't care if he knew or not. I got mine. Revenge. Wanda. Worked with him. Worked with that. I did and you did. Or in the same building. But I worked with him for like four or five years. The shoe guy? Yeah. Yeah. 
Never knew that story. Me neither. And we told him, we used to be the nicest about, guy in the oh, world. That prick. Let me tell you about him. I'm like, whoa, what? Chuck's lost his mind over a really nice <laughs> guy's dude. A nice Steve, Steve might have humbled up after that because yeah. Steve was one of the nicest people I've ever worked with. Let me tell you about that prick, shoe salesman. It was like, no, that guy's a serial killer. <laughs> it was awesome. Revenge is sweet. That's why they say that. That's why that phrase exists. So good luck. Darren, I'm glad you brought this to our attention. Please keep us up to date on what happens with Chunky the cheerleader. I do love the idea of ice cream day and just leaving her. Here's a fun thing to do. As the new boss to say, hey, you're my team. I just wanted to have a little thing. Every Friday we're going to do ice cream Friday. I'm footing the bill for that. And everybody gets a little scoop and then give Chunky cheerleader a bowl. (laughs) Give her the the rest of the court. Like everybody gets a scoop and then just go here. And they just leave it for her. Why do I always get me to do whatever you want with it? I just assume you want it. I like Chunky the cheerleader being like constantly baited into giant meals. That's a great one. If there's room for one more person on the team and you want it to go that way, all you have to do is just hire uh, Tom Winnemeyer. She'll put on another 30 pounds. <laughs> Wintermeyer, that's true. Wintermeyer has that guy drawer of candy. food every day. That's a good point. Drawer of candy, towel turkeys. He's got all sorts of stuff. Good point. Hire a guy who brings snacks in and then balloon her up. <laughs> the best revenge you can get is to hit her where it hurts. She can't keep her hands off the sweets. Leave snacks at her desk every day until she complains. She goes to HR and tries to tell, he leaves a snack on my desk every day. Well, it's not against HR. Well, why does he do? Is he coming on to me? No, I just have snacks. I leave them for everyone. Mm. How come I get a full cupcake and other people get those little crackles? I don't know. You look like a cupcake gal to me. I like you. You're very nice. (laughs) You're you're my top salesperson. What's with the king size? (laughs) Also, weekly do a best best employee of the week. Start a new thing called best employee of the week. And every time one of the other employees gets best employee for like a sales thing, best best uh, production for this week goes to Dave. And you give Dave like a gift card to like, uh, I don't know, fan, place of fanatics. Oh, you yeah, get fanatics. Like a, yeah, give him $10 gift card to that. Every time she wins, sprinkles a dozen. <laughs> you give it to her like, she's done it again, everybody. 12 cupcakes. And slowly just feed her out of her chair. <laughs> Fourth quarter winner, the seven-pound Toblerone <laughs> chocolate bar that triangle. <laughs> but if it's not her, $10 gift card to something, to something that has nothing to do with right. food. Always give her food. Chunky the cheerleader is still insecure about that. <laughs> God damn it, I like that. We should start a business. The revenge bitch. Chunky the, Chunky the cheerleader is. This is gold. Oh. Yeah. Keep her on staff. I don't like, like, Brady's right. Don't fire her. And then come over to Brett and uh, me in our office. <laughs> we got you. Their we, yeah, I think you should take the high road. All right. Thanks, Brady. You've done your job. Off you go. <laughs> hey, here we go. Now you're with Brett and John, and this is going to be a different animal. I still say you should take the high road. We'll get rid of him. Don't worry. Don't worry. High calorie in road. Fact, Brady's going to be an integral part of Chunky the cheerleader's demise because, uh, He's going to be the one that gets us discounts on all these cupcakes. He knows about the uh, fettuccine and ribs over at <laughs> Santisi Brothers. Nobody knows the menu like him. You did a great job this month. I'm going to take you to Texas Grill. Yeah. All you can eat. <laughs> all you can eat. Whatever. Oh, it's on me. Man. <laughs> really? You're just my you're my favorite employee. Let's go to take <laughs> and just get a small house salad. Just go. You get you get the all you can eat. Take her to one of those Mongolian barbecues and watch her stuff. Pack it. 
blow her up. <laughs> Ballooner. This is great stuff. Yeah, there was nothing better for me going back to junior high and seeing Mr. Craig again when I went back 25, 30 years later. Did you remember him? to nothing? He did remember me because I was nothing. He was a dick. And I just remember towering. Did not, it's how little he was. Towering over and going, you remember me? I do. I know all about you. And I know you talk about me on the radio. I'm like, you were such a dick. Ha, 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 ha. What do you do? Like, you're still doing the radio job? You know what I do. You know. You're afraid. <laughs> and I remember saying to him, I don't remember you being this little. And I think that's the last thing I said to him. And I just shook his hand. I was like, good to see you. Oh, he's got to have a ton of those. He was like five, six. He was so small. But he was a mountain of a man to me when I was in junior high. And he took advantage of that. He picked on kids. I didn't know at the time. I just kind of dealt with it. But I hated him. Still do. But I never heard that he pulled a rock down on himself. Revenge. We've all got something. And you're her boss now. Man, man, you're lucky. Great work. Take the high road. Um, That's enough of him. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats, Brad? Yeah, lots of stuff. And, uh, of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. It's uh, wintertime is hitting us, so it is now time to get that winter gear going. And uh, Action Ride Shop's got you covered. New gear arriving daily. $10 off a full tune-up on your skis or your uh, snowboard. Just mention KUPD. Uh, so, and, and also, if you're not into the, the snow thing, they got you covered on the trails, too. All the bikes in stock. Pivot, Santa Cruz, Kona, you name it, they got it. ActionRideShop.com is where you want to be. Donnie emails in and says, you should do like a picture wall of all your, your team, and everybody's a 4x6 except her. She's an 8x10. <laughs> everything about her is bigger. Get her a bigger office chair. All of it. Just everything is bigger. Oh, God. I, this revenge business is something we need to get into. Mm. All right, on the list, uh, Anthrax, Fugitive, Avenge Sevenfold, Megadeth, Falling in Reverse, Trivium. And then we get into the conversations from earlier. Uh, Corn, Dead Bodies Everywhere. Uh, Leonard Skinner, That Smell. Oingo Boingo, Dead Man's Party. Slayer, Dead Skin Mask. (laughs) And uh, for the elections last night, Scum of the Earth from Arab Zombie. The debate, because scum was the big word of the night. I like Dead Bodies Everywhere. That's a corn one. That's not so bad. And that kind of goes with that Colorado story. Insanity. And one of the most overrated songs in the history of music, Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's Party. (laughs) Dull people like that. And I like Danny Elfman. That one, man, oh man, is that a nursery rhyme of garbage. That's a dead man's party. Who could ask for more? All right. We'll go with, uh, let's do that. Let's do dead bodies everywhere. All right. 190 of them sitting in that place over there in Colorado. Corpse land. God, I want to go over and see Chunky the cheerleader now. I do too. Tell us where you're at. Send us a picture of her working and probably, and wait for her to eat something. Like, wait for her to take a bite. She's got a cheek full of food. Give me a picture of that. (laughs) Thinking about her failed marriage and how she's got sure you could find her at a cheesecake factory or something <laughs> if i just hung around there you think she'd just show up one day oh yes yeah. tell me where you work and how far away it is from a cheesecake factory and i guarantee you we'll get chunky the cheerleaders picture 
The menu is just so vast. This is not the high. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have it? I'm the corn. It up. Give me that. I don't think we got a good one over here. Is that a, that's a dirty one too? That's I gotta, not too bad. I got to watch some words on this. And I'm really, I don't think I think I I don't think I have anybody I'd get revenge on. I don't think I need that. I don't think I had that bad an experience, but I do know people who have had one. You hear that like phrase? High school was hell for me. Like you're 50, it still got you, huh? Oh, it's brutal. Or people who had too good a time. The Uncle Rico's too good a time in high school, and then the rest of their lives can't measure up. Manager of McDonald's now. Yeah, it's like they're. It's that's a weird thing. One of our quarterbacks from high school turned out to be manager no of kidding. McDonald's. Yeah. Really? You know? Like for good. Last I heard, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Well, sometimes that can be a pretty good gig. And sometimes it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> but he was like... He was Uncle Rico. Big man on campus. Yep, yep. The BMOC. Like you'd never think this no. is where he... Like the world's just going to... Yeah. A red carpet's just going to constantly be rolling in front of him. Get a scholarship. Yeah. Instead, slinging the meats. That's right. Want a double quarter pounder yeah. cheese? Oh, that's right. better. Dork shall inherit the earth. It's out of control now.